Welcome to the first episode of Game Week 39. Game Week 39, your FPL home, if I can say that. Uh, my, 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 my co-host today or tonight or whatever time it is that you're listening is uh, Morangi Ramakanya, a.k.a. Mario. Hey, uh, what's happening out there? FPL people, you're talking to Mario, a.k.a. the champ of champs, coach <laughs> of Blue Magic FC. <laughs> You already know what it is. You have to give you some once in a season insight because you only start the season one. So yeah. you got to do it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Mario. That's Mario, guys. So pretty much the podcast is in this format whereby uh, it's either I'm going to be co-hosting it with you guys or with uh, anyone who's pretty much, uh, yeah, calls themselves a G in this thing. But the idea, I mean, is to just give uh, the managers out there an idea of exactly how to set up their teams going into the season, our opinions, and yeah, you will decide what you do with it. So, Mario, I mean, let us, uh, let's let's rather say, let us reflect back to last season. What happened last season? How was it for you? How would you sum it up? <laughs> it was brilliant. I scored more points than I've ever scored in uh, my, what is it, six Give us the numbers. Year. Give us the numbers. What do you mean you scored more points? Um, I think I got two thousand three hundred and twenty-three points. You know? Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, you and I were competing in uh, a few leagues together. Uh, this is a yeah. league uh, and uh, LTT Premier League. Uh, shout out to the guys there. But yeah, no, you you definitely were smashing it last season, more especially towards the second half of the season. So yeah, much respect, much respect. But it's a new season. It's a new season, Mario. Eh? So what is what is what's been happening? What is what have you been plotting? What what what's uh, what's been on your on your tactics book? Mm, you know you know uh, you know how we do. We we always trying to get better. So you know some self reflection, mm. looking at uh, just crossing some T's, dotting some I's, yeah, looking yeah. at looking at the best performers from last season. Seeing who I think will come back stronger, who has the best opening fixtures, you know. Okay. That's how yeah. that's how you should prepare. No, no, no. I feel you. I think uh, I I also sort of like just run through the same uh, uh, reflections or retros. Uh, but uh, I think I think maybe the first thing that we can do is uh, let us actually start seeing how we can prepare the teams or what we think the best team for 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 this season will be. Uh, should we maybe start it with the goalkeepers and 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 we go through exactly who are the the must-haves or rather if you were to say you're setting up your team i mean you don't have to give away your strategy or you you have on your team there but uh who would you advise who would you advise if we're starting with the goalkeepers okay um looking back at uh last season uh it's obvious um martinez was far and away FPL, the best FPL coach, the goalkeeper to have. Yeah, yeah. No, you are definitely doing the most, like you're saying. Like I see. Cut. I see. He scored uh, a nice one eighty-six points in in the. One hundred and eighty-six points, yeah, twenty-seven solid. bonus points. Solid. Twenty-seven bonus points. That's like a really major boost. You got more bonus points than um, any other defender last season. Yeah, yeah. Got more yeah. bonus. He got more bonus points than most midfielders last season, and think, most strikers as well. I think if if I recall, Martinez, I I think I probably jumped on Martinez midway through the season. I cannot remember, but I do know that mm-hmm. I had uh, the likes of uh, Target. Target was was my 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 regular. That man never got out of my team. But uh, that was all because of Martinez and 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 what he was doing. So I think clearly with yeah, the, all the clean sheets, yeah, with the points that he got, being the number one goalkeeper from last season, it definitely shows that yeah, no, um, Aston Villa was 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 uh, a good option in terms of goalkeeping and and yeah. And secondly, who would you go to? Who would you go to? Yeah. Um, this season, uh, the, I see a lot of hype, a lot of uh, FPL managers owning um. One Sanchez. Sanchez, oh, yeah. from from Brighton. Every, everyone is picking Sanchez. What's your thoughts? What are your thoughts on that? And my thoughts is he's a good option because he's very well priced, a little underpriced. He's Brighton's number one goalkeeper. End of the season, 
Uh, yeah, it's at 4.5. 4.5. Yeah, yeah, a good yeah, solid yeah, 4.5. Yeah. And I think 4. goalkeepers 5. goalkeepers do not okay, well they get as cheap as 4 4 4.0 now. Nah. Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah, so no, But then those are mostly like um second pick goalkeepers. So to get a Correct. first keep a first pick goalkeeper at 4.5. Mm. is a gem. It's yeah, a no. gem of, of yeah, a transfer. Yeah. Even 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 coming in as a second goalkeeper. Because a lot of people like not having a second goal, not like having an expensive second goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. So that uh, we free up money for 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 other positions in the on the team. Exactly. So yeah. uh, this would do. This would work nicely for you. some people. Can can even use another first option goalkeeper. Your so, main goalkeeper. So, but then why why are you still on that? I mean, you did touch on the fact that uh, some 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 managers prefer to. Sort of like have that one regular goalkeeper that they know is gonna play each and every game week, and either get a goalkeeper that doesn't play at all. Uh, uh, would you would you would you advise on that on that strategy, or would you advise otherwise? Uh, in other words, would you advise having the one goalkeeper that plays each and every game week, and one that doesn't, or would you say rather have a balance between the two? You know, I prefer balance because not only just because nailed on goalkeepers. Especially looking at like what Martinez did last season, but and there was there was really a need to to bring in a second goalkeeper. So it does favor some people could look at it if a goalkeeper is making the series collecting bonus points. There might not be a need for a second option goalkeeper, but some of the fixtures like Villa, for example, if you're gonna have Martinez as your first option goalkeeper, I think. After the fourth game, they have three fixtures which rank four out of five in uh, difficulty. Yeah, on the, fixed, on the fixture difficulty, I agree. And I yeah, think it's a, it's a run, as you said, a run of like four. Four fixtures. Yeah, gonna four be fixtures yeah. back to back. So, like, it would be wise to already have a second option goalkeeper that's playing so that you don't have to make transfers for mm. goalkeepers and waste unnecessary transfers because transfer is minus four points if you do <laughs> if, if if you don't have a free transfer did you say minus you wanna, four points did you say minus four points if, <laughs> if like for a goalkeeper it's be like you, if you want to replace a midfielder and you see your goalkeeper's got four bad fixtures in a row yeah that's minus that's minus four points because you want to be using those free transfers on infield players you know what i mean so i feel like selling a goalkeeper is a minus four so then who would you say would be a good pair to Sanchez, seeing that you have picked him over Martinez? I don't understand why people are completely discarding Martinez, to be honest. No, no, no. Actually, I'm not I'm not picking Sanchez over Martinez. <laughs> I'm just saying he's a he's a very good option. Okay. Brighton Brighton have a lot of um good games coming up, especially first five games, but I would lean a bit more to Martinez because he does have those good opening fixtures uh, and and also he's obviously safe potential he's got 27 bonus points so he makes a lot of saves every game whether Aston Villa is in the game he keeps them in the game if they're falling behind you know what I mean so okay. I would go with I would go with either Martinez or Sanchez as first for choice. my number one position yeah but hey, it wouldn't be bad to have both at 4.5 Sanchez and 5.5 Martinez. Could make it 9 million on a goal, on two goalkeepers. It's not mm. too bad. Okay, and maybe... two decent goalkeepers with two decent, with both fix, uh, decent fixture lists. Yeah. I think it's not a bad investment. Okay. Okay. Now, I think, I think, uh, with goalkeepers, we, 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 we can see that, uh, I guess I don't know. I, I guess with uh, we'll see as 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 the transfer deadline comes closer to, you know, the close. But I think Martinez and Sanchez, as we as we identified, are gonna be favorites there. Um, should we should we maybe move on to defenders now? Uh, should we should we see exactly who do we think is gonna give us points? Um, generally, maybe also to just uh, uh, share a bit of uh, how I've approached this. Uh, you know, I tend to 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 look at defenders that I think they have a potential of giving attacking points. In other words, the the wingers, oftenly. 
do you think um it's 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 uh, it's a good strategy to apply or would you would you rather stick with getting cheaper options uh, and i'm saying this specifically looking at the likes of trent who is 7.5 7.5 is quite pricey for for a defender uh, what's it your is. on that yeah I think you know Trent Alexander Arnold with the with the right fixtures, he he's always drew a massive wall. His uh, attacking potential and the fact that um, Liverpool, when they want to be, they they can be a good defensive side, especially with Virgil Van Dijk in the squad and mm. him coming back from injury. I think that will give them a big boost. Alisson is a solid goalkeeper, so they know they've got a solid man in between the posts. So the clean clean sheet potential and the return going forward is very, very enticing. Especially looking at uh, Liverpool's first six fixtures, it's like, how many <laughs> can you ask for any better besides Chelsea? Yeah. Besides Chelsea in there, like, those, like, Leeds, leaky defense, Norwich, mm. recently promoted, Crystal yeah. Palace, leaky, Burnley, leaky, like, uh, uh, Alexander Arnold yeah. could, 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 could have a real decent run these first five fixtures. Okay, okay. And then, and then second to, to Trent, because we know that Robertson is, uh, is out at the moment. Uh, we do not know exactly for how long. I think the expected date is the 12th of September, which is a bit far. That's like... Uh, 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 I think, a month after kickoff. Yeah, a month after kickoff. Plus minus a few days. Who would you um, suggest as uh, 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 someone to pair up with Trent? Uh, given that, I mean, you are still working around a budget. So if you're going to be spending 7.5... You must know that at least you're gonna have to squeeze out some other players. Okay, looking at um the top defenders from last season, it was the Trent didn't have the best season last year, but he still managed to finish second overall point. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's, that's also very encouraging. Robinson was the leading defender last year; he's out injured. But then there's also the option of Cresswell. From West Ham. Hmm. Do you think Do you think West Ham is still going to be as consistent? Or rather, let me say, do you think they're going to pick up where they left off last season? I saw a pre-season game of theirs against, uh, was it Salterina? I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Is a that team true? from Italy. Okay, okay, okay. I, was, I thought it was uh, the Spanish team, yeah? Yeah, so they um, beat that team pretty convincingly. No. Kept clean sheet, and that's and, and that's the one where they said Antonio scored. No, I, I, I think yeah, I missed Antonio that game, yeah. scored. Uh, ben okay. Rama had two assists. Pablo Fanal scored as well in that game. I think they won a two zero. Okay, so, uh, so Creswell, so Creswell good the West End seem to be retaining their form, uh, and I think they 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 probably gonna have a good. Start to the season. The only tricky, they have two tricky fixtures there in the first five, which is Leicester and um, Manchester United. Yeah, but, I see. Anything, but other, anything other, other than, than that is quite green for them. It's 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 a it's a good, it's a good uh, opening fixtures as 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 you're indicating there. Yeah, you see. So um, I think it's a good option. Then you've got Luke Shaw. Yeah, I was a, I was about to ask that. Hey, look, sure. I think uh, also yeah, coming in at f- yeah, also coming in at five point five. I think that's a that's a decent price uh, given that uh, he was he was actually uh, doing the most last season. Yeah, considering his form at the back end of last season, hmm. yeah, his performance at the Euros. Correct. Uh, yes. At at times, it looked like he was the one willing that England team forward. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I agree. So. He's an extremely good option. Man United have good opening fixtures as well. So you guys are completely to... discarding the likes of Wan Basaka. Wan uh, Basaka was actually the fourth highest point scorer in the yeah. last season. So I'm surprised that the, uh, most managers then, are going for 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 sure over Wan Basaka, but, uh, but maybe they're both it... sitting at five point five. Correct. And and you're thinking. 
won Basaka last season. He played majority of the games and he only came out with about 11 bonus points mm. compared to those who finished above him, like Cresswell who had 21 bonus points, Alexander who had 26, Robertson who had 19. So he played most of the season and going forward, he didn't look all that scary or all that likely to produce mm. those extra points. And I think Unlike, with regards yeah, to, 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 to points, I, I, I definitely think United assets, though, as much as I know now we'll probably focusing more on attacking returns, but I think uh, one would actually bank on them, given the fact that they've strengthened at the back with the likes of Varane, and, and we don't know if Henderson uh, is going to be the starting goalkeeper or if De Gea would have sort of like shaken up uh, that uh, bad season that he had last season. But I think, yeah, United United uh, defense uh, seems like a good return. No, I think I think there's some there's some points to be to be gained from United defenders. I wouldn't mind having one in my team just to just to cover and look sure look like that guy because he seems to be the most owned player in fantasy right now. And he don't want to be on the wrong side of that hey, ball if that, hey, man, if that man. man gets a and now you have to be making those minus fours so I was I was about to say um because I feel like yeah now we 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 agree United definitely Liverpool we agree uh the likes of Creswell so far and then who would you would you say uh the 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 next one is maybe just to 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 give the managers a bit of you know ideas um I'm I'm not sure if I'm saying this guy's name correct. What? Timakas. Timakas. Yeah. Yeah, no, he had a very good game the other night. Yes, yes. No, I did see that game. Yeah, uh, I think he put in two two assists, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, mm, solid. A solid yes, performance. Uh, uh, he looks like he has a wand of a left foot. So. But your 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 decision behind uh, recommending Timakas is it because of the price or is it just the need to double the up on Liverpool? Several factors. Hmm. Uh, one, he plays left back. Robertson just picked up an injury, and when Robertson picked up that injury, it looked so bad. People, I actually thought he was gonna be out for several months. Hmm. I didn't think a month was gonna be enough. I think he might have broke or fractured something the way it looked that tackle. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, no. Second of all, uh, Tumagas is so low priced because it's so difficult to break into the Liverpool team with the wing backs being and Robertson. So FPL priced him extremely low. He is as cheap as a defender can get mm. at four point at four point zero. I think so, I think I think we can say in terms of defenders, he is the differential uh, player of, of 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 this coming game week. At, at least for the next uh, few game weeks game until weeks. Uh, Robertson comes um, back, maybe yeah. Until Robertson comes back, but I feel like Klopp seeing that performance, um, I feel like he'll be given a chance uh, to deputize on uh, for Robertson on the left and. I feel like that left foot even takes corners. So yeah. you'll just be fizzing that ball in, fizzing that ball in. And then if Firmino is putting it into the back of the net like he was the other night, then he's going to be definitely a good differential. Okay. But okay. it looked like a lot of managers are actually picking up on him because I think his ownership is above 10% now. Mm. Okay. I, I've, 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 I mean, for the last pick uh, of a defender, I want to actually pose this question to you. And I'm hoping that uh, uh, you 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 might be able to separate your emotions uh, on the decisions that you're gonna make. So let's say you had to pick between Rudiger and Ben White. It's Ben White, now the new guy from who signed with Arsenal. Yes, who would you go for? Um, I'm not quite sure how much is Rudiger priced at. Rudiger, I think, he sits at five point five. And Ben White, White is on 4.5. And the opening fixtures oh. for Arsenal is the the newly promoted team. Uh, I do not know. Yeah, yeah, that team. So, I mean, if you were to set up a team going into this game week, 
Chelsea have an opening fixture against um, Palace. Crystal Palace uh, with Patrick mm. Vieira as the as the new coach. As the new coach, yes. Mm. So, who would you put your money on between the two? Uh, it's uh, it's guy is obviously the better defender, the more experienced defender. Just came off winning Champions League and UEFA Super Cup. Um, I say also, we just saw him uh, give away a goal, uh, uh, just uh, 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 a night ago at the, at the <laughs> Super Cup. Would you still have the same confidence on it to, to uh, start even? No, he'll definitely start. He's a of TT in that system, so they are both nailed on starters. Mm. I, I would, I would look at under Thomas Tuchel, Chelsea keep an insane amount of clean sheets. So, so you're looking at not Rudiger not conceding a lot of goals, but at the same time the price five point five. Mm. You're looking at you're looking at a lot of good defenders at that price, even yeah. if they're not at yeah. even if they're not at teams like Chelsea where they'll be keeping clean sheets consistently, but going for it that dangerous like um, Lucas Digny from um, Everton. Everton at yeah. 5.5, they've got great fixtures. Chris Ross, 5.5, Shaw, Stones. Mm. But Stones, Stones, yeah, but Stones scores more than like last season, he scored a couple of headers. Exactly, so he exactly. even seems like he has a more of a tagging return. Ben White, I think he's uh, all he did was manage an assist last season. But his price, but his price is appealing at 4.5. Because he's at fifty million, you got I think he's a nailed on start at Arsenal. So at four point five is a good price. So it's a so it's a toss up. So but then I I think I'd go with Rudiger. Rudiger, I thought you were gonna separate your emotions. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I thought you're gonna, you gonna separate your emotions there with your with your with your beloved Chelsea. Simply for the if we're talking for the first three game weeks. Yeah. Simply, simply just because I believe. Chelsea, Arsenal have two difficult fixtures after 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 um, that opening game. No? After Brentford, they've got Chelsea and Man City. The two fixtures no team wants at the beginning of this yeah, season. That's the true. champions of Europe and the champions of England. So you see, no. Ben White is going to have a tough time there. I think we are benching, we're benching Ben White right now for Rudiger. Okay, I think... Uh, let us move on to the the more interesting, uh, I would say, what uh, 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 department, if we can put it like that, because I tend to feel like uh, usually when when we talk about formations, uh, we we most 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 managers. Uh, I could be wrong on this, but I believe most managers would rather prefer having three defenders at the back, and then uh, flooding that midfield. So going into the midfield. Who who do we start with? Uh, I feel like there's so many options. This hundred million that we tend to get seems quite uh, nothing uh, this season. Who would make the first? Who would make your starting your starting eleven in this case? If we're looking at midfielders, we're looking at attackers. So, uh, basically, midfielders, attackers. So you're looking at your captain. Who do you look at? The first option I'd look at is who has the best pictures. Mm. Who who is gonna be my captain? That would be my first midfield pick. If it's not a striker, then it's a midfielder, and I'm gonna go with uh, your man Mo Salah. Mo Salah, Mo Salah. Yeah, and no, I think that is yeah, the, no, the no, most no. captain player right now. He is. Uh, he is got great fixtures: Norwich, mm. Burnley. Which is Chelsea which is the hiccup, but then after that, he's got Leeds and Crystal Palace, which I said four out of those five. Wasn't this Norwich uh, fixture the same opening fixture for last season, or was it the season before? Uh, the season before. It was the season before the season when Puki just got you, and they actually gave yes. Liverpool a run for their money. You remember four three, I think the final score. They did, but Salah. King returned a mm. captaincy of yes. twenty points. Hundred so, so it was forty points. I think it was was it not the season? No, no, no. I think that was the season before. It was the season just after he broke the record, goal scoring mm. record in the APL. Yeah. 
yeah, but I think the the highest from, score was 2017-2018 with 300 points. Three or three. Yeah. Three points, yeah. Yeah. So Salah, right now for me, barring a miracle from God, is the captain. For game week opening one. Game week one. I'm putting it out there. I'm not even waiting for us to first put out all the level <laughs> of the whole 15. And you see Salah. the can you see the prize though? Twelve point five. That is a record high. That is a record high. Mm. There is there is no other player that is as expensive as Mosala right now in the market. There is actually there's Harry Kane sitting at twelve point five. Hectic. Hectic. So but for the mid- second highest scorer last season at PR points. Yes, Why? yes. Salah Salah would make the first uh, the first team uh, or would be the first choice selection there and we are definitely giving him the armband. I think most uh, managers are going to do that. We do know that you have managers that are quite audacious. Uh, you never know. But maybe they might go with your vice-captain choice. Who would that be? Uh, my vice-captain choice is going to be the number one point scorer in all of FPL last season. A man who finished with 36 bonus points and is currently sitting at over 45% ownership. Bruno Fernandes. Fernandes. I know, what a man. What a man. This man came uh, into the the Premier League, not just the Premier League, but also FPL with uh, with the Serious Bank. And yeah, no, I think I'd also agree in that one. Uh, Bruno Fernandes. Although although I'm a bit skeptical about the fact that he didn't necessarily have a good uh, Euros preseason, rather if we can put it like that, um, I feel like you, um, yeah, I feel like the Euros uh, it had more to do with how the coach wanted to play, opposed to Bruno's talent. But then also you have to remember he played more games than any other Manchester United player last season in his first season. Yeah. And he did so well, but he also burnt himself out. Exactly. So I feel like after the Euros, he went, got a, a couple of weeks off, came a bit later than um, the players who didn't go to the Euros, uh, back to Manchester United. Fully charged battery. I think he's going to... So it's gonna pick up where he left off last season. No, I agree. I mean, with the with the fourteen assists and the eighteen goals that he scored, you can just see that the points come in left, right, and center. Plus the bonus points of being man of the match. It's uh, it's I think it's I think it's a no brainer in terms of uh, who your vice would be there. He's on penalties. Some like penalties. Mozilla. Exactly. Exactly. It's a heartbeat of Manchester United. Yeah. So right now, so. Bruno Fernandes, vice captain, first opening day against Leeds. Would you say, um, if we were to look at the Tottenham uh, camp, uh, also not knowing yet where Hurricane is going to be, uh, would you say there are any options for the midfield that you'd you'd pick there? Um, a differential, I would. I'd look at Son Union. Nicely priced at ten million. Yeah. Very nicely priced, considering he was the third top goal point scorer amongst midfielders last season. Yeah, yeah. Collected yeah. twenty six bonus points, but we do know that a lot of his goals came from assists from Harry Kane. Exactly, and exactly. To, uh, and and, and mind you, to... last season was his highest uh, uh, scoring season with two hundred and twenty eight points. Yeah, 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 most definitely. There's only three behind Mo Salah, but he's sitting at 2.5 points behind Salah. Mm-hmm. But then I think that's because Salah has more of a solid team around him. The, the threat of Harry Kane leaving Spurs also, it leaves a lot of questions of how will some new men be after that. But I did watch the game against Spurs and Chelsea. So, Although, so... You would still say having spent that twelve point five on on Salah and then going on to spend another twelve on Bruno Fernandes, you would go on to pay another ten million for Son. No, no, I'm just talking, highlighting everyone. Mm. Uh, great the options that are there. Uh, great options that are there, differentials yeah. and all. But I don't think it's uh, if you wanna build uh, build a wholesome team with all the gaps covered. I don't think. You could necessarily fit 
So so Son, son, so son would, would see the bench, unfortunately. Probably even reserve in this case. <laughs> yeah, unless, <laughs> unless he goes and scores a hat-trick against Manchester City on the opening day, then everyone's going to be rushing for him because his fixtures after that are pretty good. So we are very we are very um uh restricted out say this season when it comes to the budget. L- let's look at let's look at some some cheap options just to fill up the gaps. Uh who would you say uh, would definitely come in good in terms of possible returns but also at a decent price? There are a lot of brilliant brilliant uh, midfielders. Actually, I think I think let us start by also looking at the price range. What would we be looking at as a as a as a decent price to spend on a not so uh, expected to score every game week but good returns here and there. Would we say 7.5? I would say between 6. The way that these midfielders they are really good price midfielders who I think have great potential priced between from six to seven seven point five. Okay. So 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 we don't always have to swing heavy. Yeah. Because we've got we've got teams with good fixtures like Vela who have decent options like mm. even though Jack Grealish just left so that opened up a space correct, for, correct. for for a number ten to come in and just take over, take over that team. No, no. So, yeah. so, so, would would the likes of I see Dallas has now been converted to a midfield, which I'm not surprised about, but it's a bit disappointing because I think last season one was getting double points for his uh, defensive work and also uh, the attacking returns that he was bringing. He comes in at five point five. Would you, would you, would you stick him into your team? Ah. Uh. The thing about Dallas is he had a lot of good big holes, especially towards the mid end of the season. Uh, he scored a lot of goals, got a lot of assists, but I feel like a lot of his points were boosted by the fact that he was getting clean sheets and he was getting um, extra bonus points because of the fact that he was assisting and getting clean sheets or scoring and getting clean sheets. So the clean sheet factor is now out of yeah. the equation. So if we're looking at him, from a purely midfielder point of view, five point five not not a bad amount of money to pay for him as a midfielder, but I wouldn't expect returns from him on a regular basis. So I would look at other options. Mm. That, would that those are. would those options? Um, I almost said would uh, Lord Lingard be included in those options, but I think uh, Man United uh, have have recalled him back now. Yeah, they have, and also, um, in terms of uh, price, Lingard is a bit higher than um, what's his name, Dallas. But then there are people, people who are around that that price that are decent picks. Uh, Solcheck from West Ham. Mm, mm, uh, Bowen from. He concluded with a with a young one forty seven last season. Solcheck. Yeah, I, I think I think there were some occasions where I regretted not having him because uh, he was he was yeah he was costing me not uh, not winning. Really and he was and he was in my team at mm. a nice five point five million. Yeah, no, he, uh, West Ham definitely were were one of those uh, 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 you know uh, options to to include in your team uh, towards the end and mid season. Yeah, but as as soon as Lingard hopped onto that form, I switched up real quick. <laughs> Yeah, you have to be fast when it comes to these uh, things. You should be able to see the momentum shift. I agree. I agree. W- would you say you you sort of like have a a sort of like an observation period when you are considering jumping onto a player? Because as you're saying, if you do not move fast, you find yourself actually being at the back end of the points. So you're probably just going to score one point and then from there is no longer scoring yet. Had you jumped on on the second game week after the, 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 the form picked up, you would have earned. Would you say you have any of that? Do you have any particular strategy on, on, on when to jump onto a new player? If I see a new player is showing some form, I'll usually look at, look at the team highlights, see how it's playing if I didn't manage to catch the game. If he if he pulls in a good haul, gets my attention, I look at him, he pulls in another good haul or a decent game or shows potential of scoring more points and the fixtures look good, then I 
I definitely put a strong consideration. If my if I tell myself I should buy this player, mm. and then I let a game week pass and he does something, or he shows great potential, even if he doesn't score the most points, but he shows his ability and I see the fixtures are good, that's when I hop onto it. Okay. So pick one out of the three. Kai Havertz, KDB, and Rashford. Um, it depends. Opening fixtures or, or first five so, fixtures. Looking into the game week that we're going into, which is the first game week, who, who would you look at in that sense? Uh, I know that with uh, City, they have Tottenham as their opening fixture there. And uh, mm. Chelsea, they play Crystal Palace. And mm. I think Manchester United, they are facing... Uh, was this Leeds United? Yeah, but then uh, unfortunately, I see Rashford is injured, and I don't think he'll be back. So anytime okay, soon. Yeah, well, there's Greenwood. Greenwood. What position is Greenwood this season? Do they pull him back to midfield? Mm, yeah, back as a midfielder. As now. a midfield. Okay, we substitute uh, Rashford for Greenwood. What would your picks be there? Yeah, I, for opening fixture, I yeah, feel like game week one. I think because I was thinking Kai Havertz before last night as mm. a punt, especially for opening game week fixture. He's sitting at eight point five. Yeah, I could just easily sell him out and replace him with a good option who has good fixtures at a cheaper price, so it wouldn't be difficult to swap out with just one transfer. But he played one hundred and twenty minutes yesterday, so. The chances not, of him starting, yeah. The chances of him starting or him uh, playing significant minutes in the opening game, which is on Saturday afternoon, uh, decrease. Kevin De Bruyne. Ah, uh, Kevin De Bruyne is brilliant. You know what? What can we say about Kevin De Bruyne? Exactly. Given us you, so never, many. you never know. He might just show up against Tottenham because I mean, exactly. they're worried about the fact that they're losing Kane, and he, he does what KDB does best. Exactly, but then um, he impressed, not impressed, impressed, but he showed glimpses of his greatness towards the end of last season. Um, didn't have that good of a Euros because he got injured in the final of the Champions League, thanks to the man we were talking about earlier, Tony Rudiger. Mm. But um, yeah, no, I back KDB, but then just as a punt, I can't mark it. Greenwood, he's probably gonna start. Cause, yeah, um, yeah, I think I'm. I'm because, I'll put my money on him starting. Because uh, Ole says um, Sancho and Varane, and hopefully they can uh, participate, which was in one of his statements after a preseason game. Um, Rashford is injured, obviously, so he's out for a couple of months, a week. Sorry. Um, so yeah, the uh, wide player options are really limited. It's Daniel James, Martial. Yeah. And, and we know and how inconsistent those guys are. Yeah, so I, I back him to start at least the first game, maybe second game, Martial, Sancho. Maybe he edges Martial, depending on how early these things. So opening fixture, but then I don't know what his form is. He pulled out of England injured. There are a lot of question marks yeah. behind him. Uh, the only person who's shown form and shown the ability to perform, even in the Euros, he didn't do too bad before Germany got knocked out last night in the Super Cup. He was drifting a player, defenders away, getting in good positions. He provided the assist for CH. So I think I'd go with Kai Havertz. I don't know. I think I'm starting to. I, I, I think I'm starting to. I honestly thought you were gonna say KDB. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were gonna talk about KDB. Kai Havertz definitely had a, a great Euro. I, I wouldn't disagree. Uh, but yeah, like you did highlight, the chances of him starting are quite slim. KDB, I think yeah. he's been sitting on the sidelines, so he's most likely going to start. But yeah, again, you know they're playing Tottenham, so we don't know. But I think you're yeah. saying what you 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 are sticking with Havertz out of the three options. Yeah, I think just purely for the fact that I'll be able to 
uh, swap him out quickly. Uh, Manchester City after Spurs have decent fixtures, yeah, yeah. but then the price of uh, Kevin De Bruyne was quite steep, and the, uh, it's extremely steep. And yeah. also, we're not certain if we're still getting the same Kevin De Bruyne exactly. from from the hundred seasons. Yeah, from the hundred point season because he's sitting. He's the same price as Bruno Fernandez. Money, you could double up on uh, Liverpool with money mm-hmm. and Salah. Uh, there are so many options. You could take a punt on Son. Correct. Uh, you could get a cheaper Mares. You know, you could take a punt on Jack Grealish at eight million. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so there are many different. I think. Uh, I reasons. think. I think. Uh, if 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 you were to submit your team before deadline, I think Havertz would make the team. Uh, that's what I'm picking up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that blue Chelsea is calling. <laughs> moving on to moving on to attacking options. Uh, I mean, we lost Kun Aguero to Spanish uh, La Liga. Uh, I think uh, the only. I would say the only prolific striker that we do know that one can count on is is Harry Kane. Uh, although right now we do not know where his future uh, is going. If we were to eliminate Harry Kane, who would you say is the best option to consider uh, uh, in terms of uh, uh, you know hoping that he can get uh, week on week returns? Week on week returns. We've mm. got some decent Probably bi-weekly, strikers. but you know what I mean. Yeah, we've got some decent strikers. None of them are Harry Kane. <laughs> but I did just see um, breaking news from uh, Romelo Lukaku completes return to Chelsea. Yeah, coming, strikers, coming back so to the Premier League. Deal. You see, so uh, yeah, it's been a topic of conversation for the past couple of days. How much? How much do you think he's gonna be priced at? Uh, I'm thinking with the season he had, I'm thinking he's probably coming 10. in hot, probably even more than ten. Ten is ten is you, Jamie Vardy. You think so? Do you think Jamie Vardy? Is Jamie 10. Vardy. 5? Jamie Vardy has it's been ten point five million. Jamie Lukaku Vardy is, is being proven. Is, you guys are forgetting Lukaku has only been out Lukaku of is coming for from from, from Italy after uh, leaving uh, Manchester United uh, uh, and having not performed, obviously, in the standards. And having not performed by what standards, Katu? Ah, ba- based on the standards that we saw on FPL statistics. I know we're talking about FPL statistics here. Well, how many points did he get? He was a, it's just obviously... Um, we don't have the access to, or yeah, I don't at least have access to, yeah. to his personal previous point. But but you're quite confident uh, that coming back, he's he's gonna kick it. He's gonna kick off uh, his, his phys- second uh, reign at Chelsea with a bang. He's physical. He's fast. He's yeah. 28 in the prime of his life. Yeah. He's got a lightning left foot. And he has something to the, prove. Good in the air. Has something to prove. The price tag. Might put a chip on his shoulder. Mm. Anyone, he just ripped uh, the Serie out of Juventus' hands last Correct. season. Yeah. You see, he was the best player on that Inter Milan team. So I think he's at least coming in at 11. Yeah. Now, 11. Anything, anything less than that would be a steal. Uh, I think uh, given anything, now, yeah. if we're looking at Jamie Vardy, 10.5. Chelsea 10.5. Chelsea created the second most chances last season and the first most chances in the second half of this season. Mm. Even more than Man City. Just unfortunately we couldn't convert them. But chance creation was extremely high. Now you've got someone who's proven to put the ball in the back of the net at least 20 times a season. Last season our top goal scorer was Jorginho in the league with seven goals. Imagine what damage the Lukaku is going to do. Is going to do there if if what if Chelsea could do what they did with a person being seven seven goals being the top goal scorer. Lukaku is absolutely gonna take that team over. I think. Okay. Um. And so now, if it's not Lukaku, or rather to pair up with Lukaku, who who would you who would you uh? 
look into. Uh, I see that uh, the likes of Calvert Lewin, he seems to be out uh, for for I don't know how long. Uh, and the the likes of oh sorry, seventy five percent chance of not starting this game week. And the likes of Watkins, similar situation. There is Vardy yeah, so. and Bamford. Would would those make 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 uh, uh, a good pairing there, or would you rather go for cheaper options? Uh, in the likes of Antonio, who we know that he's been having a good preseason with uh, with with West Ham, uh, and and who knows, uh, maybe Iannaccio also. He had a, he had a very good uh, a, a, a good run towards the end of the last season. Yeah, yeah, and also he's the one that scored the winning penalty uh, recently uh, in the in the Community Shield. Who, who would you who would you pair the the the, the Lukaku uh, attack with? Yeah, there are a lot of great options, to be honest, this season. I think more than any other season, we've been spoiled with uh, spoiled for choice with strikers. Uh, we've got Bamford, who scored the second most points last year for 194 points, 26 bonus points, playing for Leicester, very attacking side. But his opening fixtures are what probably turn me off him the most difficult opening fixture. Yeah, yeah. But after his first five, six fixtures, Leicester have a beautiful run of fixtures, so he'll be one to look at. But for now, I'm not going to put him in contention, just purely on the fixtures. Or if I wanted to get into that, um, Leicester side, there's Harrison at 6 million, mm. and there's Rafinha at 6.5 million. Who are two brilliant attacking options and will also be part of goal. So I'm not worried about Leicester all that much. Vardy, uh, Vardy, even though he was injured for a lot of the season last year, probably one third of the season, he still managed to finish the 187 points, Correct. 23 bonus points. So great, great return. But I feel like he's starting to get old. Yeah, no, those, not, legs, he, he those legs do not have that. Uh... That uh, that energy anymore? Yeah, you see, so he, he, I don't think he's gonna be pulling and dragging defenders the way he used to. So, but then that's what also puts me off, kind of. Iannaccio, because Iannaccio got so much of a start towards uh, the middle part end of last season mm. because of Vardy's injury, and right. he was excelling, excelling as a lone striker. And when Vardy came inside, it, at times it kind of looked a bit awkward. Hence, they were unable to qualify for the Champions League last season, even though Chelsea lost the final game of the season. So, I'm not sure about Vardy too much just because of the legs and Iannaccio, because mm. I don't know if you will be but, able to start yeah. with Vardy or what him and Vardy starting together looks like. And then um, Watkins injured, or injury alert, so mm. he might not start. But because but of Danny Ings. Ings. There's Ings there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's Danny, Danny yeah, Because Ings. of Danny Ings, even yeah. if he's fit, yeah. he, it seems like based on last game, he might start out on the left. Yeah, yeah. It means less chances. But Danny Ings is a good option. What you about know what Bobby? he does. What about Bobby Firmino? Did you see what he I was, was I'm, 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 I'm coming to Bobby. <laughs> uh, Saving I'm, the I'm best talking, for last. <laughs> I'm talking about Watkins because... Uh, I mean, about uh, Ings because he's obviously tied to Watkins yeah. because they're in the same team. Watkins will probably play more out left, Ings down the middle. Mm. He scored on his debut, Ings. So he, he's looking interesting. Uh, Villa's got good fixtures to open up with. And Ings is a deadly striker, 34 goals and a couple of assists in two seasons for Southampton. So. Mm. You know he can score them. Seventeen goals either side of the season. Those are a lot of points. Yeah. Now this man, this man's career seemed as if it was rejuvenated. Uh, I mean, what I was seeing him do, I was like, yeah, okay. Why did Liverpool actually let go of this guy? But uh, I also yeah. hope that he actually just replicates the same form going into Villa, and uh, they fill that void of Jack Grealish having left. No, no. But there's at least been Buendia. He's a very good option. option yeah, Great yeah. number ten. Plays played with Argentina. Hmm. Just fresh, fresh from winning a trophy. Confidence is probably sky high, but he's got a muscle injury. Injury, it seems. So his starting is uncertain. 
But then we come to your man, Bobby. Bobby. Firmino. Yeah, he no. finished sixth overall last season in strikers, which is a very good return. People is, sleep on Bobby. Exactly, they do sleep. Uh, funny enough, but uh, and this, I think uh, I think uh, it's because of he tends to spend some time off, or rather uh, on the sidelines, sometime, or rather without actually re- uh, returning on the goals. But whenever he does show up, he actually does the most there. No, definitely. Uh, he played well last season, even though it didn't show at times. It just you have to endure the couple of barren runs. But if he has good fixtures, he can punish teams 15 bonus points, 141 points in total. So he's a good option, especially with Liverpool's opening six fixtures. He might be one you can slip in there, especially uh, even again, come around January time when Mane and Salah go to Kev, he'll probably be the one holding that team up yeah. offensively. So, so, so maybe um, as we are about to just wrap up the, I think what we have selected as, you know, the 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 the, the cream of the crop, would would you still expect the same form of uh, or other type of performance from uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin? With uh, King Carlo having left, and uh, probably a new manager is just gonna be imp- uh, deploying a new uh, play uh, or rather a strategy in terms of how they, they they play. Would you would you still put your money on uh, Calvert Lewin? Uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin is an interesting one. I think it's a good good striker, good young striker, brilliant in the air, knows how to make those surging runs into the boxes. Six-yard area almost cleans anything up. If Richarlison takes a shot, the rebound is there. He might uh, the big okay, but he's injured, so mm. I don't know if he'll start the beginning of the season. But yeah, Richarlison, Richarlison not being there, and rumors of Sigurdsson not being there either. Mm. Richarlison, Richarlison had a lot of uh, preseason games, so I doubt he's also gonna be. Yeah, he's not gonna be there for the start of the season. Yeah. I don't think. I think he might get two weeks off after winning the gold in Japan. So, um, yeah, he's a good option. But I think I'd give him some time. He had a great start to last season of scoring left, right and center. Mm. But then new manager, Rafa Benitez, he's no slouch. Rafa is a good coach. Yeah, he knows no, what he's doing. We know him Similar, from... Yeah, he's been he's been around and he's proven himself. But uh, yeah, he won Champions League with Liverpool, won the yeah. Europa League with Chelsea, so we know what he's about. So, so yeah, no, yeah. I, he's an option for later on when he's fit and Richarlison's back. Um, I had I had I had uh, a striker in mind, uh, but for some reason it's slipping my mind. So definitely Arsenal attacking would never think of the likes of uh, Lacazette and Uber. Are there, are there a no-no or would one have to just keep an eye? I think Chelsea conceded 19 goals all competitions since TT came back and that's their second fixture. Mm. Man City conceded probably just as little amount of goals and that's their third fixture. So I don't think we're spending eleven million or on a <laughs> or, or eight yeah. or eight or nine million on uh, what's his name? Yeah, like a I, I did oh. hear. I did hear. Uh, 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 I was listening to to some other FPL material, and uh, there were suggestions that you know you do get uh, op- uh, options or other managers who are opting to actually bring in. Aubameyang just for the opening game week, considering that they're playing a newly promoted team, would you would you say what would you would you advise against that, uh, or was it would it be something to also consider just bringing him in and then swapping him out for the next game week? That's always a possibility, especially FPL. The first game week for a lot of people makes their season. Some mm. people triple kept uh, bench yeah, boost, exactly. you know, yeah. or used all sorts of advantages trying to get ahead. And trying to keep that lead going forward, mm. but um, I don't know. Hey, I don't know if Abumayang is the player that he was two years ago. Because last season he was on and off, hot and cold. He didn't have a great end to the uh, season last year. Arsenal, I don't know, finished 
what was it, nine or eight or something like that. No. So, hey, I don't, I, I, the preseason, I, I didn't hear too much hype about Oba, so they're targeting Tammy. Yeah. So that should say a, say a lot about what's going on up front. China secure Martin Odegaard services. Yes, yes. Tammy services. Seems like they're just trying to patch holes. But yeah. yeah, I don't I don't I wouldn't put too much faith in Arsenal players, even though they're playing playing Brentford the opening fixture. Okay. Who knows the fairy tale might be on for Brentford. First fixture against Arsenal by Gunners and they win. Mm. Uh, I know I did say that we, we are gonna be concluding with just uh, this uh, analysis, but my man Raul Jimenez, he was out most part of the season. He's back now. What do you what's your take on him? Uh, Raul Jimenez, he was one of my favorites, yeah. especially under Nuno. Mm. Um, uh, two seasons, what a season back, yeah. the, the season I before was, yeah, the last the one. Before the, yeah. Uh, he was scoring left, right, and center. He was playing very well. He almost guaranteed a return for mm. Roger Menez in your team and was playing the way they did. I think they finished in the Europa they qualification did. places. Uh, scored uh, 94 um, points in total. Yeah, 17 so goals, did, 7 assists. He did brilliantly, but I, I, I'd, he's one I'd like to monitor, mm. especially with the likes of Danny Ings at Aston Villa, Antonio at yeah. West Ham, yeah. Lukaku coming to Chelsea. Um, you've got your, you can choose between Jamie Vardy and Ian Acho. Uh, they, they're, they're good options that might bring back instant returns. So. Mm, and I think uh, uh, you, you also did uh, speak about Nuno, uh, who was there before now joining Tottenham. So you also do exactly. not know exactly what mm. to expect from the new setup that uh, the new manager might bring up. Yeah, exactly. So um, he's one to keep an eye on, as are all Wolves, all Wolves players, because right now they they, they, they had some goodwill last season from the season before. Now they've lost a bit of goodwill yeah. from the people. They were like our leads, kind of. So now we're looking more to leads players than we are now mm. to mm. Wolves. So, so because of what Lee showed us last year, especially going forward. Uh, no. So, yeah, no. we have to just keep an eye on that situation. Uh, 100, 100. I think this uh, brings us to the end of the first episode, the pilot episode of Game Week 39. Uh, we'll be bringing you this analysis every Friday morning just before the deadline. You know that Saturday you have to have those teams submitted and locked but uh, do join us. Uh, we are on the socials uh, on GameWeek39 Twitter. That's our Twitter handle. And we also have our own league, which we would love you guys to join. Uh, join the league. Let's compete. Uh, we'll be inviting you on the show. And yeah, let's, 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 let's do this. Uh, Mario, any last uh, advice to the managers going into this new season? Be watchful. Be fast. You snooze, you lose. Mm, this, is a, this, is a, this is a marathon, not <laughs> Yeah, no, I think uh, that is a, uh, there's, there's a personal jab to that statement. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, between you and I, maybe, <laughs> maybe yeah, I'll yeah. share it the next time I'm on the podcast. 100, 100, 100. Now it's been real, it's been real. Thanks for, 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 for showing up, Mario. And yeah, it's definitely no, not the last time. Me, it's definitely not the last time you're gonna be on here. And yeah, let's let's see how this season goes. Uh no, thanks for having me, my brother. Um, uh, I hope I was able to impart some knowledge onto uh, anyone who who's looking to make a solid run betting leagues. All of those. Hopefully, my advice would win you some money. One hundred, one hundred. Are you are you on Twitter? Are you on Twitter? Uh, it's um, at Rangi Magic on Twitter. Um, you can follow Magic. me there. Yeah. You can follow me there. I'll post some content about how my FPL journey is going. 100. So those 100. who want tips can follow me on that. 100. Nah, big one, big one, big one. So yeah, the deadline for the first game week is 7.30 tomorrow, Friday the 13th. 
So make sure that you guys have all your teams set up there. And yeah, let's let's see how this season goes. Let's have fun with this thing. Tell everyone about the podcast. They must join. And yeah, let's let's do this. Available on Spotify and also on Apple Podcasts.